0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic
1: whatever we're done here
2: Hour number two at Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city.
0: Then now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Trey.
1: Hey, guys. This... Great afternoon, right?
2: It is good afternoon. It really looks like nighttime. It's only uh, 10 minutes after 5 here in, in uh, Little Rock. But anyway, all right, this was written on January the 4th, 2024, uh, approximately uh, 1253. And the headline by Trey Biddy, who I'm assuming writes his own headlines, Big Arkansas transfer portal visit week. As it turns out, Trey, that's almost prophetic because yeah. it not only has been a big Arkansas transfer portal visit week, but now even adding one more to the list, Robinson, a defensive back from South Alabama, uh, it's been very productive to say the least now I want to say this before you you elaborate on that um, I almost get the feeling and you we talk got a lot
1: more to elaborate than that ah okay
2: well I started to say you almost get the feeling based upon what you have said what I've read from Danny and so forth that Arkansas was not because of the limited number of official visits I think 56 and they only had maybe one left over after it was all said and done or left to use, uh, after this week. But, um, uh, they wouldn't Arkansas was not going to bring a player in unless they felt pretty good. They won't get a commitment. So saying that if a player leaves and he hadn't committed, is that a negative sign?
1: I don't know if I'd say it's negative. Um, because sometimes players want to go about it different ways, go home, talk to their family. Sometimes family don't visit with the player. Sometimes they do. So um, I think everybody just has their own kind of process. But obviously decisions are going to come quickly, <clears throat> excuse me, just because of the uh, of the timeline right now with, you know, wanting to get enrolled in school and things like that. But uh, Arkansas has had a few commitments today. The, the latest one, Randy, just, I don't know, six minutes ago or so, uh, Anton... I still don't know the name. I've actually DM'd him and asked him how to pronunciate the name properly, but obviously he's had a lot going on with the visit and everything. But Anton J-U-N-C-A-J. a defensive it, lineman. It, yeah, yeah, defensive lineman. A guy that can go inside and outside. 6'3", 274 or so. Uh, a guy who had... What did he have last year, Randy? Like 16 sacks, 15 sacks? Yeah, yeah. 21 and a half tackles for loss. Was an FCS All-American, a guy that was really heavily pursued by Power 5 schools. Uh, So that's a really nice get, obviously. Um, Just a really nice get. And then the one before that, this has been about two hours ago, Jaquendon Jackson um, out of Utah who was at Texas before that. This guy was a dual-threat quarterback coming out of high school as the number 46 overall prospect in the country. Um, This is a guy that they really, really needed. Uh, 6'2", 228 pounds, a big running back. Uh, Again, re-ranked as a four-star also in the transfer portal. So... I mean, that's that's really nice there, and of course, you mentioned Marquise Robinson, who is a big cornerback at uh, 6'2", 195 pounds, a guy that had a lot of options also, Oklahoma, uh, excuse me, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Mississippi State, uh, and several others had uh, targeted him, so, and they've had, you know, obviously other visitors there uh, today, and we haven't heard anything, you know, two final, we've got... Obviously, interviews with Danny has talked to you know several of those guys that have, have visited so far, but uh, may have not committed just yet, and we'll see how things shake out with that. But um, those three are really nice. I mean, by my count, again, this is including anybody who hasn't said they're leaving Arkansas who has eligibility remaining. That's 89 on scholarship right now. By Pittman's count, you know, from when he was at 77, 78, should have them at about eighty two scholarships right now. So there's a lot more activity to come with super seniors who aren't returning and you know anybody who's going to be put on medical hardship. So that's all that news is coming also. Uh, as I
2: was going over today, Arkansas football scholarship distribution for 2024. Mm-hmm. Now obviously this was before the, the latest
1: yeah, It's already obsolete. Yeah, it's already
2: obsolete. <laughs> yeah. But as I was going down position by position, you're talking about some names that you're basically waiting on. Um again, we see all the uh uh different emojis that uh... Tyrone Broden puts out. I, I do we have any better feel for Tyrone Broden?
1: No, just uh, surfer emojis. Yeah, okay. so whatever that means. But, okay. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been like, "Hey, I'm entering the transfer portal," but I would assume he's graduated and he can enter whenever he wants to. But he's either. I mean, he's either coming back or he's not. I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what Tyrone Broden's plans are exactly, but. I would think he would be back. I've got Arkansas at eleven wide receivers right now uh, with uh, with uh, Jordan Anthony uh, being the the latest addition. I don't. I, I think they're done. You know, recruiting wide receivers out of the high school ranks. I, I don't know of any need for wide receiver at this point with the guys that they have coming back and the guys that they've added. So. I would expect, actually, you know, maybe a wide receiver to fall off the uh, the list. I don't know if that'll be Tyrone Broden or not, but I, you know, ten wide receivers is plenty, and they're at eleven right now.
2: All right, another name, and you've talked about him off and on, Francis Sherman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's among six tight
1: ends. Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe Sherman won't be back. Um, you know, he wasn't super productive last year. My gut tells me that he won't be back, but he he hasn't said anything he's he's remained quiet also, and several have but uh, I think maybe he won't be back
2: uh, if I, I don't mean to either aggravate you or
1: otherwise i'm just trying I'm to i'm not aggravated I'm we just... talk about there was a time Randy when we used to talk about you know you, if we anybody bring up who might transfer you know that was just a subject we didn't really you know discuss, but uh this is business now, so fire <laughs> away these guys are getting paid okay. And Raid. somebody
3: has to transfer, so you know.
1: Yeah, we got. We know what the numbers look like. I mean, right. 80, eighty-eight right now, eighty-eight or eighty-nine. I can't remember what I said, but uh, eighty-nine. Yeah, eighty-nine. So I mean, there's at least four that got to go, and there's plenty more that they want to bring in. I mean, we know that they would love to add a couple more offensive linemen. You know, a defensive tackle, um, probably another linebacker. Possibly another safety. I think definitely another safety. Um, you know, so well, what does that get them at? Wow. That's yeah. like 93. I mean, that's 93. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, you're talking about eight more guys that have to come off if that's what they end up adding. Brady Latham. I just don't know on Latham. I just don't know. I I think it's odd that, you know, he was a team he was a team captain last year, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's odd that he hasn't said anything at all. But, again, he's in that super senior class. I had heard whispers a while back that, um, you know, he would try his hand at the NFL. I just I don't know why Brady hasn't said anything one way or the other at this point. There's, you know, I think there are, there are other offensive linemen that, you know, when you're talking about processing players and stuff, I mean, you have to ask Terry Wells hasn't played and you know, He hasn't played a snap in two years because of injuries. Is he a guy that, you know, you could talk about as a potential medical hardship? And I think Wells has talent. It's just we haven't been able to see him out there. Cole Carson hasn't played. He played one snap, I believe, or excuse me, one game, um, you know, in like mop-up duty his freshman, true freshman year before redshirting, and he hasn't played at all the last two years, not even on special teams. Eli Henderson hasn't played, Um, you know, so there's – there's a good number of guys on the offensive line that have been on campus, and that's kind of what you have to look at. Okay, well, this guy hasn't really pushed. This guy hasn't pushed. You know, he's been on campus two, three years, and, um, you know, you just kind of have to look at it like that because, you know, if you're not pushing for a starting job or pushing for at least being the two deep, then, you know, what are we really doing here? Because everybody else is, you know, it's the nature of it. I don't, I don't love it, but everybody's processing players and trying to build the best roster they can and the way the ncaa set up they're able to do that so that's where we are and got to process players just got to do it this name
2: you've already removed from scholarship totals for the 2024 year but then you threw a little teaser in there and i'm talking about bo Limmer. yeah bo has accepted an east west shrine bowl invitation Unless he announces a change of heart and decides
1: to stay another year, yeah, um, Fernando Carmona will be wearing number fifty-five next
2: year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you're answering my question. Then there, uh, what are? Is there any speculation? What is going on with Joshad Stewart?
1: Well, I mean that's. I guess for the legal process, um, I will say the plan very much seemed for him to come back. Otherwise you wouldn't suspend him indefinitely, would you? That's true. You, know, you just say, well, he's, he's not part of the team, right? <laughs> so, um, and they did suspend him indefinitely. So, uh, I would expect that the plan at whatever point was to, to bring him back in the fold. So, you know, it's unfortunate for him. Um, in terms of playing last year, because he he played in five games, he had never redshirted, so he he could have redshirted if he played in one fewer game, and then um, you know obviously the uh, the arrest just makes you shake your head. Mm.
2: All right, now I've got at least three names from the defensive tackle position, and I know you've talked on and off about some of these: uh, Eric Gregory, Marcus Miller, Ivy Rose. Yeah,
1: Keevy. Kiwi. Kiwi. Um I would think if Marcus, or excuse me, well, Marcus, I think there's a good chance that he, you know, takes either a medical hardship. I mean, he is a super senior. He'd be a six-year guy. Uh, so maybe he's just ready to move on to the next phase of life. He's, you know, he's a guy that's been banged up since he was in high school. I, I can't remember when Marcus, you know, wasn't banged up, you know, the majority of his career. So not sure what he plans to do, but I wouldn't be surprised Maybe I'd say I'd be surprised if he's back, um, you know, given that, you know, he's been in school five years now and, you know, he's been b- beat up a good bit. As far as Gregory, I believe he'll be uh, – Gregory will be back. We do know that Gregory will be back. Uh, Keevy hasn't said anything, but I would assume he'll be back. If Keevy isn't back, I would think that they'd be scrambling a little bit more to find defensive tackles, and – um you know, none visited this weekend. They were going to have the kid from Texas and a young man from Texas A and M, uh, but he ended up canceling that trip. And I believe he'll end up at Auburn. So, yeah, if if Kee-Bee Rose wasn't coming back, I feel like they'd be scrambling a little more at defensive tackle. Um, although this latest commitment, I mean he can he can work inside and outside. Has he's JJ specialist, as JJ Hollingsworth, has he
2: made any declaration that he's coming back?
1: He hasn't, no. Um typically though, I don't think you see that as much from I now mean, some guys here and there, but for guys who haven't um you know, contributed a whole lot and, and he hasn't, and you'll see on JJ, maybe he can add some more weight and 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 get it you know, they moved him defensive tackle but he goes about two seventy three, needs to add some more weight. Um, you know, if he's gonna be a permanent just defensive tackle. But, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't really pushed to, to play just yet either. So that would be another guy to keep an eye on, I would think. And the name that we're asked about constantly, this could be a
2: situation where he might exercise that medical hardship. That's Quincy McAdoo.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: the other name that uh, there's been no update on
1: that I'm aware of, Keon Stewart. Yeah, no update on Keon Stewart. He is another guy that's obviously would be a super senior next year, but that's remained quiet. You almost feel like, you know, Hudson Clark is another one, Randy. You mm-hmm. know? Um, and, you know, I believe from when, you know, Pittman was, you know, during the season, I, I feel like there was a time where he was, you know, kind of hinting to guys like, you know, Hudson Clark about, Coming back next yeah, year, yes, and, he did, you know, and things like that. So maybe you know Hudson's not the guy that's going to just come out and you know have an announcement for an announcement for an announcement. You know, there's there's guys out there like that, but uh, that's certainly not ever been Hudson Clark's mo. So um, it's possible he'll just kind of go about his business and, and return. Um, the wide receiver who's was the second leading wide receiver with Burks from Arkansas. Go went on. to Oklahoma? No, 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 no. Um, Tyson Morris, you know Tyson Morris never said anything oh, about, yeah. you know, coming back for an extra year and just just did. <laughs> he just, we found out Tyson Morris was back with Arkansas when he was. They were releasing video of uh, the winter training cycle, and he was he was going through drills. So some guys just do it like that. Trailing Burks, speaking of people who don't make a big deal on social media, Traylon Burks would be another one of those types. Oh,
2: absolutely. All right, this from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, please ask Trey if we have a shot at the running back, Judkins. They got in the portal from Ole Miss. Actually, that was
1: yesterday. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I mean, they've got their running back. They targeted uh, they tar- 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 Jackson and um, – I think they feel really good about him. You know, he's a guy that was has been very productive. He was a little beat up towards the end of last year. I think his numbers suffered a little bit because of that. But um, you know, his yards per carry the year before that was like 6.8 yards per carry. And uh, you know, he probably probably could have had a thousand yard season if he hadn't gotten a little banged up last year towards the end. So um, that guy was a big time recruit. So it's a nice addition to the to the running back room. All right, Trey. Here's here is a. A case where I guess they're wanting you to clarify.
2: Okay. Uh, again, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 501. Trey, when you say processing players, mm-hmm. do you basically mean pulling Fire. kids scholarships to make yeah. room for others? Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you elaborated on that because that was pretty quick. I like that.
1: No need. I mean, that's, to, what, no need that's to where, say where we more. are. That's where we are. Yeah. You know. I mean, and it's it's conversations. It's not you know. Hey, don't let the door hit you. You know that's not that's not the kind of talk that you know you would expect from Sam Pittman. But you know, after a few years, and you're on campus, and this has always been the case. This isn't like something new. You know, you're going to have a sit down exit meeting with your coach, and you're going to talk about your future. And you know, hey, sometimes it's. I mean, do you want to play football? You want to get on the field? Yes, sir. Well, it's just it's it's not going to be here. It's just not not working out, you know. And if you really want to play and get on the field, then you should probably consider somewhere else. Now, it wasn't as probably as cutthroat, and I'm not saying that's like, you know, that's just an example of how a conversation might go. I'm not saying that's what you know. I've heard that Sam Pittman does. I'm not saying that, um, but. In the past, you might have been more willing to keep a guy on your roster who, um, you know, is a good student, does everything right, makes good grades, yada, 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 you know, it's a pleasure to be around, all those kinds of things, good locker room guy. You know, you might have kept that guy, but now you keep a bunch of guys like that, um, then you're not going to be able to coach the guys that you do have that are good players because you're getting fired, because everybody else is doing that. And that's what you have to do to keep up in this day and age. And, you know, I've said it before, but people made a big deal about let players transfer, you let players get paid and all this stuff, and it's that's, that's great that some guys are getting paid, a lot of them aren't. There's a lot of guys that are bouncing to the transfer portal and not getting college degrees uh, because nobody's picking them up because everybody wants, you know, to boost their roster, and you know, doesn't want average players, and you know, a lot of them will, will step down a level. But for the majority of college athletes, uh, transfer portal a good thing for the athletes. Like we all said, hey, coaches can bounce whenever they want. You know, coaches could bounce if somebody wanted them; they could bounce. They also get it fired, you know, and, and leave in disgrace a lot of times, mm-hmm. and humiliated and made fun With of. With a big and, back and Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when the coaches left, there was somebody, you know, buying that coach out, too, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's another school or the school that fires them, Um, you know, and with players, there's no buyouts with players. You know, you can invest years and years and years of work into a player, and then when he's ready to go, he might bounce on you, you know, or the first sign of success, he might bounce on you. And so, but also, for the average player out there, a lot of those guys just get processed, and, hey, sorry. You know, go try to try your luck somewhere else. And uh, good luck on getting a degree, and good luck on your future. So that's what we are right now.
3: And good luck on paying for it, right? Yep, good luck paying for it. <laughs> that's right.
2: I don't quite understand this question, Mike. If you've got, uh, you don't have much time to to uh, clarify. I'll just read it as it is. This from our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Military Mike says, Who who recruits who and what's new? I'm not sure so what that means. Everybody
3: recruits. Every coach it's on every staff recruits, right?
1: Yeah. That sounds like maybe a page from Dr. Dr. Seuss' recruiting handbook. <laughs>
3: yeah. Hey, Trey's already told us what's new. Three commitments here today. That's a pretty good. Three deal. commitments
1: here today and got guys got to come off this roster. You can't just say, like, hey, sorry, NCAA, we got uh, we got 93 this year. So uh, is that going to be okay? Well, the NCAA is
3: probably going to okay anything from a Power 5 school, right?
1: Right now, yeah. just to keep you know,
3: them. Maybe they'll do that. Yeah, wow, but the I'm push probably, are they going to do that. Probably not
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, All right. Ole Miss might have 110. Real quick, real quick, Trey, Larry says, what about Isaiah Satania?
1: I would assume Isaiah Satania is staying at this point. I mean, that's a guy that would be coveted, and he didn't hit the portal. I think we're past the compliance window, so he should be here. Thank you, Trey. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on the Zone. Brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway.
4: When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you
5: about Sigma Supply Packaging Products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade
6: product, man. Give the gift that will last a lifetime this holiday season. You need to call QC Kinetics right now. If you or a loved one have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, and you just can't get rid of it, Get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. And you know what? You can call right now for a free consultation by calling 222-8440. If you've got pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out today. The future of medicine is here, and it's here to stay. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics, these all natural treatments repair and restore damaged joint tissues, giving you pain free and movement again. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds for QC Kinetics. Call now for that free consultation. 501 222 8440 501 222 8440. That number one more time 501 222 8440.
5: It's Justin Acri for CertiPro Painters and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certapro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and Get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CERTA Pro. Each CERTA Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CERTAPRO.com. That's CERTA with a C.
3: Is your marriage over? Assets? Debts? Custody? For divorces, hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal Lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227 ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue.
0: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Bart Reap, pure sweat basketball skills, thanks to Martin Orthopedics. First, I want to talk to you about the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock in the Wyndham Hotel. I said... Last night, tonight's the night, and I was speaking of want to go to the riverfront steakhouse last night. Well, how about tonight's the night for Carrie and I? Yeah, we are headed to the riverfront steakhouse. We made our reservation with Shapur 3719000, and uh, I am chomping at the bit. Time cannot move fast enough, in other words. That dinner for two for 60 bucks, it's calling my name. I cannot wait to go through the Sally Bar, the Riverfront Sally Bar. I have been known to make that into my meal and then take my steak, my baked potato, and my share of the 4 F fried shrimp, take it home, turn it into another meal. In fact, I could make a salad so big, I can make it into a couple of meals because there's so much to offer. It is so outstanding. The baby tomatoes, the onions. I love putting jalapenos, by the way, on my salad. The carrots, the cheese, all the stuff, the croutons, and then the multiple variety of dressings I can put on there. But the big deal, the big deal, is the fillet. That is the ten ounce fillet that I must share with my beloved bride. But I got to figure out how I can increase my portion somehow, some way. I don't want to take her part, but I got to figure out how to get that side. I mean that uh, fillet just a little bit bigger because I love it. It is outstanding. It's a seventy five dollar value to other places. You're going to get all that for 60 bucks. Dinner for two for 60 bucks. Make your reservation now. Open tomorrow night. Open tonight. But open tomorrow night. You may not be able to go tonight. 371-9000. 501-371-9000. As for Shapur, he'll treat you like family. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Two for 60 at the Riverfront Steakhouse. Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Bart. All right, Bart, is this,
5: Hello, a, Mr. Rainwater.
2: is this a home game tonight for the Sheridan Lady
5: Yellow Jackets? It is not. We are in El Dorado, Arkansas at the brand new arena they have here. So, no, it's they're on the road with the first kind of, I would say, really tough conference test on the road as El Dorado finished in the top four in the league last year and went to the state tournament so it should be a battle tonight start to finish
2: okay now you said uh lily thinks her game will start at five forty-five, so i want you to be the perfect dad do you need to leave at five forty-five so you can go watch lily play
5: boss man i'm in it to win it with you until we are off the show at six thank you to well, mark orthopedics for having me on but i am here till six
2: Oh, you're here till 6. Okay, because I started saying, Rick and I get to stay till 7. Mm-hmm. I don't think you were talking about 7. <laughs> so, anyway. Not All tonight,
5: right. but any other night. All right,
2: I've, I've got a question for you by way of uh, our Gangster Museum of America live and feedback from 901HogFan. Says, team comparisons From Bart, please. He's talking about Auburn versus Arkansas. He says, who is the better shooting team?
5: Mm. Well, you know, some of these teams in the SEC, I think there's very similar styles with a lot of these schools. So Auburn's going to get up and down the court. They have elite-level guards, just like we have elite-level guards. They're going to play extremely physical style of play. And so the style of play between Bruce Pearl and Coach Eric Musselman are going to be very similar. The best shooting team, that's tough to say because Arkansas technically, according to the stats, guys, is a better shooting team. I think over the last five games, I would certainly give it to Auburn because they're coming in shooting the ball much better. But we're not talking about either team setting the world on fire if we're referring to behind the three-point line. We're talking... I would say 100, and I believe Arkansas is 118th, and Auburn would be 172nd in the country. So, certainly, neither one of these teams are going to shoot the lights out. They're going to look to take high percentage. Rim drives, try to draw a lot of fouls. They'll play similar in that regard and take the open threes. But I think you're going to see both teams try to attack the rim and work their way back out versus shooting the three and trying to work their way in.
2: I guess the – and we talked about this a little bit earlier with uh, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson about matchups. We did kind of touch even on that uh, with you the other day. I think the one question that, yep. and maybe this is when you are going into your bench more than anything, Bart, is the tempo. Who, who does the tempo yep. favor in this game? Auburn has always liked to play up and down. Arkansas kind of wants to, and maybe they want to uh, even greater now that it seems like Minifield is starting to settle in as the point guard, and he will seem to push it a lot quicker down the floor than what it seemed like before. Tempo. Who do you see is going to be able to exercise their will, if you will, by the way they want to play?
5: Well, I'm with you, Randy. So I think Auburn has a, a slight advantage in terms of guard tempo and pace control. However... As I mentioned, talking to Coach Musselman, that's a focus area for this Arkansas Razorback team. So when they focus on something, generally they get it accomplished. And Coach Musselman said he wants to play much faster. On both ends of the court, Keon Minifield does give you that opportunity. I think Layden Blocker is a real, real factor, guys. And I think he's going to have to guard Aiden Holloway. I've had a chance to watch Aiden Holloway play the freshman. He's a superstar. Four assists, one turnover, guys. One turnover is a true freshman a game and right under 11 points. He is going to push it up the floor. He's going to attack. But I think Auburn has an advantage. But I think this is something where if Arkansas can push up their shot attempts – And let me say it again, push up their shot attempts. We cannot have a 20-15, 25-shot separation between us and Auburn. If there is, it's trouble for the Arkansas Razorbacks. So I think they're going to try to take some more shots, maybe earlier in the shot clock.
2: I guess the other part of that tempo is how does it affect, in this regard, Arkansas getting back defensively Because that has seemingly been one of the issues, Bart. Now, that may go back with what you're talking about Uh, with Coach Muss. He wants to improve the tempo. But how about on the other end when, in this case, Auburn's pushing the tempo, Arkansas gets back to defend that three-point line or the cutter that gets going to the basket and getting that easy layup?
5: Yep. So, Randy, everything is going to start because everybody wants to point on the back end. We're not getting back. Ball pressure, the ball has to stop in transition defensively. That's going to be the key area. We have to slow the basketball down so we can recover and get back because I think you're going to see a rotation really tighten. I think Jalen Graham's been playing extremely well defensively. Trayvon Mark's been playing well consistently all season, but I don't think you're going to see 10-11 guys play. I think those The rotation is going to be pretty tight, so it's going to be important that we do get back in transition and don't give up those easy shots.
2: Did I I understand you correctly? Do I I need to get my ears cleaned out? Don't choke up. Well, yeah, but he said Jalen Graham playing well defensively.
5: Is that what you said, Bart? He's playing well. He's playing well defensively. You got to give it to him. I, if I, Randy Rick, I said this. If he did not think he could compete defensively, I don't think he comes back to Arkansas. So he is he is done. Well, a really I don't think it's he. I think it was Pesting Coach shots. Musselman
2: that had to believe he could compete defensively. After, That's right. And even after the last
3: game, Must still said he's really a good offensive player. <laughs> he, he didn't compliment
5: him for his defense, even if he's playing good defense. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. But let's say this. It's a conscious effort to be, and he doesn't have to be a great defender, but he needs to be able to be in the help side to be able to help rotation, block some shots, fill the gaps, and I think he's doing a great job of that, and we know what he can do on the offensive end, and we just got to be able to get him minutes on the court.
2: I, I just I just need some kind of clarification because I thought maybe, you know, I had a bad <laughs> echo in my ear or uh, something, but – uh Uh, Try not to disrespect what you had to say. Um, We had on uh, Neil uh, Atkinson by way of Bed Saracen here earlier, and I guess I just went right by without even uh, hearing what he had to say because he told us that the line was out for the Arkansas game, and I'm looking for it right now, and I can't find it. But nevertheless, I'm going to go with what David said. Well, says. I was just
5: about to ask.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay, there's got to be uh, – where is this? This has got to be – okay, where, 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 where? Arkansas Special. This is
5: a huge game for both teams. Okay, Man said it was a huge game.
2: Yeah, yeah. I called it. Uh, I wasn't allowed to use the term must win.
5: No, you just decided not
2: to. So, well, no. but I would have been chastised had I it's, done that.
5: Rick, it's it's too early for must win, but yeah, it would it be is. a nice. Oh
2: yeah, kiss up to Rick. Yeah, tell him but how. you know what? If they win, it'll be a must win,
5: <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. There
2: you go. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you too. I hear you. Uh, I, I can't find it on here for some reason. No, you're going to be... And Arkansas with,
5: has got to be favored.
2: Are they? I, I don't know, but... Oh, here it is. With,
5: here it is. Okay. I would think.
2: Auburn is actually favored, according to <laughs> Bet Saracen. Minus three and a half, with the over-under at 157 and a half. So David says, by way of our Gangster Museum of America life and feedback... He says, "Oh, by the way, your food description is ridiculously." I don't know if that's a compliment or otherwise. Um,
5: it's good. It's a compliment.
2: Okay. Do you think the Hogs will cover the five-point line? Well, yes. This is three and a half.
5: Yes. No question.
2: All right, they Mark.
5: Cover either one.
2: Hang they on. Cover. Hang on. We got to take a break. All right. Barton Reeves, pure sweat basketball skills. Thanks to Martin with the Pedics. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment.
6: Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Roland with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. The Arkansas Duck Derby Banquet returns, and it's more exciting than ever. Enjoy live entertainment, browse dozens of silent auction items, and grab a bite from Old Bart's Southern Eatery. This year's big-ticket raffle prize is a 2023 fully-loaded Polaris Ranger 1,000 premium valued at over $20,000. Every moment benefits the Conway Regional Health Foundation. Head on over to ArkansasDuckDerby.com to learn more about the premier duck hunting event of Central Arkansas.
5: Roger, did you know that Oaklawn Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin in Pigget. Yep. Hoops in Humno, baseball in Boxsite, long shots in Lavaca. All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice.
6: Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
4: Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civics, Broncos, and more? Check. 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 Thanks that love to say yes? You know it.
6: Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com.
1: Anywhere in the state, dial 8.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Welcome back once again to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Again, in a moment, we'll be rejoined by Bart Reap, your sweat basketball skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics. If your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with valuable benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, direct deposit payroll services, safe deposit box, retirement services, commercial account analysis. These are just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with the business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security, it's all about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with a business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Remember FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, only in Arkansas, that's First Security Bank.
5: All right, Mark. This from our. Hey, hey Randy. Yes. I, have to, I, w- I want to hit something on the betting since we love Saracen. Saracen obviously wants to give some money away as they always do at the best app in the business. Bet Arkansas. This is a matchup problem. Arkansas Auburn presents a situation where Arkansas struggles to guard the three point line. Okay, Let me give a magic number to everybody. 33.4%, which is what Auburn is shooting as a team from behind the three-point line. If you are below that 35% mark and you play an Arkansas team, meaning they don't have to shut down your three-point shot to beat you, you're going to be in trouble on the road. So I would take Arkansas three, five, doesn't matter. I think this is a good matchup for the Arkansas Razorbacks coming up tomorrow. Yeah, plus
2: uh, three and a half. Money line is minus one. No, money line is uh, 145. Am I reading that right? I think it's 145. Um, I will say this, Bart. The over-under is 157 and a half. That's basically like saying 78, 78, um, or 78 and a half Mm. and 78 and a half, Um, something like that. Uh, Uh... That may be a little high when you think about it because uh, Auburn is allowing just 66 points a game. Now, Arkansas, much higher. Uh, But then on the other hand, Auburn is averaging 84.5 points a game. So they are capable of putting a lot of points on the board, but they've been pretty stingy so far defensively.
5: Yeah, for a first SEC game where everybody's going to be tight, both teams want to win, that's a lot of points. I'd probably stay away from that one. I'm with you, Mr. Rainwater. I know the words you're saying, under, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's Mr.
2: amazing how when you get in a
5: conference
3: yes, game, the absolutely. scores go down. Under.
5: Score,
2: score, scores, they scores do. Go down. Yeah. 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 They do. In fact, yep. you don't see you. Do, you see them hold the ball a little bit longer offensively mm-hmm. and uh, probably run more plays or more sets, however you want to say it. Um this Bart yep. from our
4: uh,
2: Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line from the man, better known as Savage, says, "Ask Bart. Is he disappointed the play of Makai Mitchell? Because I thought with him and TB coming back, this would be a different team on the court." That from Savage.
5: Okay. You know, Savage. Great question. I I kind of saw, and we talked about this, uh, guys, early. You could kind of see that Coach Musselman was not favoring uh, Mitchell like he last year from just the minutes that he was playing early in the season. He was one of the lower, uh, I guess, input output players on the court, but lower in terms of playing overall minutes. And so I am disappointed because he is a difference maker, certainly on the defensive end. I was really hoping he would get stronger, Randy. We talked about that a lot last. He, he's got a great frame. He could have put on 15, 20 pounds in the offseason and become a real force inside offensively. So I am a little bit disappointed. Trayvon Brazil is going to be fine, guys. I, I think they just rushed him too quickly off the ankle. I, I didn't see the need to put him out there so quickly, but he's, gonna, he's getting better and better, so I think he's going to be back exactly where we expect him to be here in a couple of games.
2: But well, since we're kicking around uh, points, uh, the line on the points and the uh, over/under on the uh, overall points. Um, speaking of Makai Mitchell, I want—I mean, you're talking about uh, just taking recent performances. I have got Makai Mitchell over two and a half points. Two and a half points. I and mean, that's a couple of tip-ins. Mm. Um, then I also yep. have him, uh, I'm still factoring him in as a defensive um, element in this game, but defensive factor. I've got him total blocks over one and a half. Now, believe it or not, he is averaging close to one and a half uh, blocks each game. But that is my expectations for him based upon, as you said, the shrinking minutes. And uh, the lack of production. He
5: didn't score at all last game. Right. And doesn't seem to even want to be a factor. So, Randy, in comparison, I'm curious, what are your numbers that you have out there for Chandler Lawson, who's kind of taken some of those minutes?
2: Well, see, the last game. Okay, let me get the last game so I I can be accurate about this. Uh, Chandler Lawson, I had him at six and a half points Over six and a half points, he scored three. So this game, I've got him over three and a half Mm -hmm. points. And then I've got total uh, field goals made for him two and a half, which would be, okay, if he scores two points each, that's a total of six points. So obviously he'd easily exceed the three and a half points. But um, now the one that you you mentioned a moment ago, and he really wasn't a factor until the second half, uh, Last week, last game against Wilmington, and that was Leighton Blocker. And uh, Leighton, yep, let's see, Leighton had three total points uh, last game against Wilmington. So I've got him at uh, three and a half points, which we know basically up until maybe the last couple of games, he was averaging right at nine and a half points a game. And he's last. Randy, that Minifield scoring
3: Minifield scored thirty two
2: points. That took some points away that from the guys, yeah. Right? That's sure. Your, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. So I mean yeah. I, I just gotta look at yeah. it realistically. I mean I only have Minifield at over nine and a half points uh on the game. And I think that's the reason why it was minus minus, not plus uh on the line. But you're right, Rick. I mean when you're talking about taking away shots, if you're in that backcourt, does that take away from Devontae? Devo, does that take away from Battle? Does that take yeah. away maybe even uh, from Tremont Mark? Could eventually
5: yep. it, didn't, it yep. didn't? And that's why it pace of play it. has to pick up. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: That Davis got his shots in the last game. Sorry, Rick. Uh, yeah, that's okay. And Battle's been hurt, so we'll see if he comes back. Evidently, he came back to practice this week, so let's hope he's ready to go because
2: he's a scorer too. Well, you don't want that ankle again to be an issue, just like it no. was with Brazil. That really seemed to hamper. I, I agree. I mean, it's just like we talked about in football with Rocket Sanders. Uh, there were times we questioned K.J. Jefferson, was that shoulder right? Was the arm okay? He didn't seem to make the same throws, blah, yada yada yada. And now here we are talking about um, Trevin Bazile, and he may have had some flashes early, but once that ankle, he sprained that ankle. Was it against Oklahoma? if I remember correctly? Yes, that's yes, right. That's that was right. back that's in right.
5: November. No, no, yeah. it was at, was it? Okay, yep, yep, yep. And uh, turn around and played the next game. Yeah. We thought yeah, he was is. out for four weeks.
2: Sure did. And had not looked the same release. I it know did. he had 12 and 8 yeah. the other night, but a no. of those were lobs, alley-oops, and so forth. Still doesn't
5: look the same. Yeah,
2: still doesn't look the same. All right, yep. Bart. Will Lily on to a victory this week? Great game she had the other night.
4: I didn't (laughs) give you a chance
2: to brag on it. All right, hour number three straight ahead.
1: Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe
4: Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as
1: simply
6: playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place